welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one rewarding page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Beitza 27, 28, 29, well, a big, big question. Have a listen. The treasurers said to them, since you are so stringent with yourselves, use the wine and oil for communal needs. As it is taught in a baraita, if one stole and does not know from whom he stole, he should use the stolen items for communal needs, thereby repaying all of the Jewish people. The Gemara asks, what are communal needs? What are communal needs? What a great question. Rav Chista said, he should finance the digging of cisterns, ditches, and caves for storing water for travelers. So much immense ethical, legal, moral, spiritual complexity packed into just a few lines of text. And whenever we need help unpacking deep, difficult, inspired thoughts, we call on one person. And listen, it has been a few days in this year podcast. It is the month of Tishrei, the month of the high holidays. We've been spotty with our schedule, observing, of course, as we do, all of the Chagim and Moadim, all of our Yamim Tovim, all of our holidays. And so here, in his glorious return, is the one and only, our friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute joy to be here. Even when it's spotty, the rays of Talmudic sunshine bring such joy to me and to be able to share with you during this very joyous season is really something special. The Chagim, the high holidays, have given you an opportunity to rest and repent and, and gather strength. And so here you are at the height of your powers. Explain this amazing passage to us because it seems like there's a lot of intricacies going on. So I think there are two really remarkable things that emerge from this passage in Talmud. The first thing that really struck me that I think is so beautiful is this notion of if you're not sure who you stole money from, repay back the public because the public, so to speak, are representatives of the Jewish people. And in this idea, it really gets back to an idea that we've discussed on many other occasions, which is looking at Jewish peoplehood as a singular entity. And even in situations where you are not sure from where you caused harm, of course, if you know who you stole from, you have to return it to that specific person. But there's something about the entity of the Jewish people that is singular in nature. We are one whole body, each part, each individual Jew kind of forming this collective body. So if you're not sure what area of that collective entity you hurt or you brought displeasure to, you can then pay back the collective body as a whole, knowing that it will trickle down, so to speak, and uplift all Jews. And that to me is always something beautiful when we see the halacha reflect this aspect of Jewish unity. But there's something else that strikes me a great deal in this passage, and that is what is the prototypical way in which you should be paying back this collective entity of the Jewish people. And the example that they give is refilling the water basins so travelers on their way can then get a little bit of thirst and replenish and feel a little bit 
more alive, so to speak. And I think it's such a remarkable example, and I think there's something very beautiful that actually emerges from this specific example. And it reminds me in many ways of my own mother, when on Sundays, very often, we would have collectors come to our house um, asking for uh, for money. And sometimes my mother would have cash to give them, and very often she would not have cash, or she would have other reasons maybe to be concerned that she's not going to give this specific person money. But what she always did, always, no matter what, was offer them water. And I think there's something quite profound in giving a weary traveler, somebody who is going, collecting, trying to find something to make their journey a little easier. And that idea is, is that even when you can't provide somebody with their end destination, it is still the highest form of charity to help their journey be with a little bit more ease. I think very often when it comes to helping people, if we can't give them their destination, if we can't give them what they're ultimately in search for, whether it's for money, whether it's a favor, whether whatever it is, then we're like, okay, I can't help you. I'm sorry. But what I think this passage is telling us is that even if you can't provide the destination, help with the journey, make an introduction, help introduce via email, help somebody with a glass of water. You can't give them what they're in search of as their end destination, but even helping somebody else along the way on that journey is indeed a great form of charity and generosity. Amen, Selah. Rabbi Beshevkin, here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a deep breath. We're going to take a few days off. To those of you who are listening to this podcast in real time, you know what I'm talking about. The rest of you just press fast forward. Uh, we're going to take a few days. We're going to celebrate Shmini Atzeret and Simchas Torah and be joyous for one more brief moment. And you shall return on the next episode of Take One. Thank you so much for being our guest. It is my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Take One.